Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our off-season trying to get through it. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, it's just you and me today, so what's your highlight of the week past? Well, it's, uh, it was muck-up day week for all the high school students. Um, year 12s? Yeah, they, uh, you know, do what year 12s do in muck-up day, which varies uh, wildly between <laughs> the mildly inconsequential for the wannabes and the holy fuck, you should get arrested for the people that go way too far. But uh, I had a funny one today because um, in the city near Flagstaff, there's a Halebury College uh, campus. Okay. Yep. Um, I honestly don't know if year 11 and 12 is even there. I only ever see kids wandering in. But for whatever reason, there were year 11 and 12s around this time of school age. Yep. Uh, wearing tattered uh, school uniforms that match the colours. But um, it's, it's quite a... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tattered as in ripped to shreds, not yeah. as in dusty s- sleeves. No. Right. Sorry. <laughs> tattered. Um, and it was quite warm yesterday, so a hell of a lot of people were out in Flagstaff Gardens just sort of sunning themselves and everything. Yep. And the funny thing is, the another building that's adjacent is uh, Slater and Gordon. Yes. Massive fucking building, yep. so all the lawyers and- Seven floors of lawyers, yeah. Yep. I, think, I think it's about 14 floors by the looks of it. I don't know, but Probably. it's fucking massive. It's big. Um, I think there's a whole bunch of other law firms around the joint too. Yeah. Yeah, it's the legal district. And they're all just sort of sunning themselves and I don't know what the fuck else they're doing, having little tiny picnics with brioche. Yep. Now, you can you can imagine where this is fucking going. I think so. So, you've got some young lads on Muck Update. They, their campus is just in one building. Right. So, there's not really much chance to cause trouble because there's a teacher every corner. Yeah. So, that, But what they do is head to the Flagstaff Gardens for PE and all that sort of shit. Okay. So they've decided on their way to the to the train station or on the way to where fucking ever, I don't know. Yeah. They just uh, have a bit of a muck up, which is, you know, fair enough. But they decided um, they'd combine that with the uh, well-known Indian festival of Diwali. Yes. Which, uh, as you would probably be aware, being the man of the world you are, involves uh, lots of colours and lots of that sort of thing. Candles and sweets. Yeah. So they were running through the the Flagstaff Gardens, throwing handfuls of coloured chalk powder, it looked like, <laughs> right, yep. at everyone. And these are, you know, lawyers in their full business suits and everything, just getting sprayed and they're like, ah, just running through. Oh, and they stuff. were pissed. Of course but, they were. But um, there is zero chance of old mate uh, Teddy, the 65-year-old... Um, barrister. Yeah, yep. ba- barrister, and his 140 kilo... Catching a little fucker who's just sprinting through the park, knowing he's going to fuck around. He's put down three Red Bulls and vodkas. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing a Fortnite dance as he's fucking running away. Um, and look, 
had I been in Teddy's position, I'd be pissed too, but I wasn't, so it was fucking funny. It was good. Yeah, I was going to say, and you kept your distance, obviously. Oh, look. It, well, for two reasons, well, one being the AVO, the other one. <laughs> I was sort of just wandering through, uh, trying to get past the guys from lunch, but yeah. I saw it happening, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, good I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, and there was, you know, the usual sort of shit you have, squeals, yeah. and then some lads come through with water bombs and that sort of crap, but, you know, fair play to them, they're having fun. Why not? Um, I wouldn't want to see the old man strike cleaning bill. That's probably a pretty expensive <laughs> fucking suit, though. Um, I got a couple of highlights for this week that uh, don't revolve around footy. Um, cricket's on, by the way. I don't know if you know, knew that. Um, certainly didn't. Nobody knew it, uh, judging by the crowd numbers. But uh, I had um, doing uh, better than the NBL. <laughs> you know what? It's probably close. <laughs> it's it literally is. Look, did you know there's a new NBL team? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, I, I only know because I've seen it pop up once or twice on Facebook. I only know because the motherfuckers beat um, Melbourne United in the first round and cost me a multi. There you go. Um, suckers. I had uh, a big day on last Sunday. Um, I had to do a lot of uh, the fatherly duties, but it's one of those ones where everything worked out to a T that I felt so proud, like I felt so adult. So just to go over it, I had to take the daughter out to her drama classes, which is a three-hour class, and it was a 45-minute drive to get out there. But we had to go get some... Where the fuck's she going? Sydney? Oh, yeah. Well, they usually have that at this school, and there was they were cleaning asbestos out of the school, so they moved it to a different one. <laughs> Where um, the fuck was it? Tullamarine? Oh, it's close. Are they close. pretending to be airplanes? Um, so the, the deal was, and the, the young lad, he's gone off to a birthday party on the other side of the fucking city as well. So I've got to take the do- my daughter out to um, drama class and had to get some shorts along the way. So I had to call into Northland of all places, and she's decided to do baking that morning as well. So we don't want to burn the the um, the brownies. So we've got to get the brownies out of the, out of the yeah, oven. You, you took brownies to Preston? No, no, not that kind either. It's just the premix. But we had to take. You could have made a lot of money. <laughs> we had to take them out of the oven, and then at that second, we left to go get the shorts. Got the shorts, and then uh, grabbed some sushi for her to have for lunch. Got out to the drama class and I've got made it, you know, with about three minutes to go before it starts. So perfect timing. Now the class goes to three and a half hours, and it's forty five there, forty five back, and I'm like, well, I could go home, but then I'm home for what an hour and a half. Then I got to come back, or I could just stay out here and find something to do. And I'm near Northland, and I thought I'll go see a movie. Yeah, that works. Joker's playing. It starts in about thirty five minutes. Can I do it? And I have a big thing like I cannot be late to pick the kids up. Like it's just it irks me something shocking. Well, do you reckon that's because our parents were a bit late a few times to pick us up, and there were plenty of times we were sitting at the front of the basketball stadium, remember a few times, just going, "Where the fuck are they?" Have you got no phone? Yeah, then yeah. so you can't call and say, "Where the fuck are we're you?" We're talking early nineties, and there was a few times I walked along the back track where there are no street lights <laughs> or anything to try and get home. I think that's exactly where it comes from. Yeah, but yeah. I am never a, a minute late. Um, but I thought. I can do this. I've looked at the times. How long does it run? I've calculated. I've allowed for uh, fifteen minutes of ads and previews, um, and I thought it might go out to twenty at the most. And I reckon it's going to finish. And then as soon as it finishes, I'll need to leave to get back out here. And I've timed you know the trip from drama class to uh, the cinemas and back. So I got in, um, bought me ticket, walked in, and I sat down. Uh, movie started at one forty-five. I sat down at one forty-four. Which, to be honest, is a rookie mistake because it was 25 minutes worth of ads. Yeah, I was going to say. Very rarely in marketing do you find such a well-targeted film. Exactly. And I did say to uh, you and Brenton, I bought one ticket to the Joker. How many waiting... uh, 
watch list am I on now? Anyway. Um, I'd be honestly surprised they sold them in pairs. Yeah. Um, anyway, movie is fine. It was great, everything. When the end comes up, I looked at, and I, had, I set a timer on my phone. I thought, if my timer goes off, I'm leaving no matter what. Um, I had one minute to go on the timer when the end came up. Ran outside, got into the car, drove, and I swear, as I got out of the car, I saw my daughter walking, just coming out of the door of drama. I'm like, how good is this fucking yeah. timing? I was so proud of myself. So I had that happen once, picking a mate up from the airport. Just um, as I'm driving towards the airport, I've timed everything. I'm, I'm uh, on the way in, I'm giving them a call. Yep. I'm like, hey, Oz, I'm on the way in. Um, just let me know when you're at the front. Yep. Like, oh, I'm stepping out in a minute. I'm like, all right. All right um, so am I. So I'm driving along, and I'm... And as I'm pulling up level with the terminal, yeah. he's coming out the doors. I'm like, oh, that's fucking sweet. <laughs> Could you get the door open so yeah. it swung in time? Yeah. So as I'm, like, I'm pulling up right to the uh, crossing you've got there. Yep. Like, I didn't park. So I just stopped at the crossing, opened the door. He went in. Beautiful. Uh, only a carry-on, and off we drove. He's like, that was fucking Batman. <laughs> I had a good one actually picking up Benny the Tosser um, from the airport once. He was coming down to go to the comedy festival down here, actually. Um, and I was late. Um, for this one because I was off doing something probably taking the kids to swim or, or whatever just didn't care. Um, so as I'm driving out there I um, sent a text from the passenger seat um, and I just said uh, grab another beer you know because I know he's going to wait at the airport he's going to yeah. go to the pub um, and I found out when I picked him up they were already at the pub they just finished their first <laughs> him and uh, him and my other mate and they looked at him and goes should we have another one or do you reckon he'll be here soon Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Looked at my text, said, grab another beer. And they went, well, I guess we have to. So, so they're calling you Google now. Well, uh, I thought it was Alexa. pretty... <laughs> I thought there was a fair chance that that was what they'd be doing anyway. So, you know, I, I played the numbers on that one. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I got a couple of other things that piqued my interest uh, during the week before we get to uh, the AFL. Um, just one very quick one. There was a lot of... Um, racing going on at the moment horse racing not a massive fan of horse racing to be honest not for the animal welfare i just find it boring um but one story did uh, catch my eye there was a female jockey um who got pulled off um, a ride that she was going to have this weekend of a horse now she's ridden this horse for the last two winners and the owner has um taken her off the horse and put a, somebody else onto the horse um now the the bloke that uh, went onto the horse has about three or four times the number of uh, Group 1 races that uh, the female jockey had. But you can't say it is gender is the reason. You can't say it's not, you know, whatever. Maybe she's just fat. Uh, <laughs> could be. But um, I loved her response. Like, somebody went to her for an interview, and she said, look, you know, he is more experienced than me, but you look at our records, his hit rate's about the same as mine. Terrible. <laughs> and she goes, you know, whatever. I hope the horse finishes last. <laughs> I'm like, I like your attitude because <laughs> that's what you should. You've been screwed, whether it's for gender or whatever reason. You've been screwed. Be angry. Go ahead. Yeah, even though. Oh, look, I just hope they do well. No, yeah. fuck that. It's like uh, you got an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend yeah. or whatever, and you're like, oh, I just, I just hope they're happy. No, you fucking. I don't. hope you die in a fire. Yeah, it's like no. I, I want them to be eternally pining and thinking I made the wrong fucking choice. I liked it. You know, there's no PR, there's no uh, media school in that one. Just I hope it runs last. Yeah, I, <laughs> good honour. I'm going to follow it. the horse just so I can go and buy a can of dog food once it <laughs> breaks down. Um, the other one I wanted to bring up was I read in the paper, it might have been a week or so ago, about uh, the King of Thailand of all things. Uh, and, you, his, and his, uh, what do they call it, uh, companion or the consort? official royal consort. But it goes a bit bigger than that. See, uh, how that that's just the level hey, of, hey, we'll, of money. Like, yeah, we'll get there. She's not a hooker. No. She's a consort. Um, 
first off, you now he is the uh, crowned king of Thailand. And you realise we could get arrested for this if we we're in Thailand. In Th- exactly. That's one of the things I wanted to bring up was they have very, very strict laws about uh, criticising the royal family in Thailand. Punishable by up to 10 to 15 years in prison. Yeah, even if you draw on the, his picture on the banknote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... They take it extremely seriously. Yeah, they've never um, seen the one where you can turn the $5 note queen into a <laughs> vagina. Um, now, when he was the prince, he had been married a few times. Um, so he's a bit of a playboy, known as a bit of a knockabout. Oh, fuck me. A royal that decides to get around a bit. Exactly. Who'd have fucking you know? thought about it? Um, but there was one I read, and uh, I'll, I will paraphrase, but you can go to his Wikipedia page to confirm all this. Um, he, he decided to get divorced from uh, from some woman. Uh, his wife, probably. Um, probably at the time, yeah. And uh, he's gone for the annulment, and he has to go to court. I thought, you're the king. Just fucking you know, put a line through it. But you know, they want to keep things fair. Um and basically, he's trying to argue that she gets nothing because the divorce is all her fault. And here's why. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, love, you want to have your defense? You can't because you can't say anything negative about the king. <laughs> Case solved. <laughs> well, couldn't say it, anything. Well, the judge couldn't either. No, exactly. That's it. <laughs> they went through it. They went to court. Uh, she can't speak in her defense because she goes against the king. Imagine if you're the, or the, the prince. Um, her lawyer then was like, so, king, what do you reckon? <laughs> I reckon this. I reckon you're right. <laughs> well, um, look, uh, this person's telling me otherwise, but I don't know nothing about she, that, mate. I think you're a top bloke. Okay. She didn't say anything. Nope, nope. Did not say a word. Um, but then you're right. Uh, so earlier this year, he's in his 60s, I think, and his missus is in her 50s, um, decided to have the royal consort um, reinstated as an official position. Um, as far as I can tell, that is just a legal mistress. Like, well, I think uh, most mistresses are legal, but well, I, I think he's a just recognised, yeah, an, an official. official mistress, yeah, like a like a new age Camilla, and she's in her thirties or something like that. But anyway, uh, it came to the papers because she got sacked, um, and he said she was being disrespectful and trying to replace the queen. And I'm like, well, mate, you started it, yeah. I, I kind of think, that was it. and look, um, he was guilty of trying to replace the king, yeah, yeah, and he did, yep. <laughs> but I just I'm... so see that's her problem. She was just not successful. <laughs> oh. Had she been better at it, I mean the the problem is like for the queen or whatever they've got years and years of being together with the king. She yep. knows the, all the royal duties and whatnot. But the consort, like that's that's your bench strength. Like yeah. if, if the queen happens to you know become ugly overnight or something, <laughs> then the consort gets promoted. It's like a pawn, but. If the pawn's in danger, you're not going to fucking sacrifice no, You sacrifice the pawn. Yeah, you're like, fuck it, that can go. I've got plenty more. We'll just promote one of the, the other ones. I'm going to say, like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but I guess, you know, that's the uh, the kind of world that he was literally born into. So that yeah. was interesting. Nice to have a, an official consort and then sack her but, because but she's, she's also too like big a, for her boots. I think she was also like a, a military pilot or something from memory. Yeah, yep. And she got promoted a bunch of times and shit. Yeah. Completely uh, ir- irrelevant to her consort status. Yeah, I'm of sure. course, of course. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, no, nope, you're out of the military too, military too yeah. and um, out of the home. And uh, yeah, I think you're pretty much fucked now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't like you, unlike on Facebook too. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll talk some AFL because the uh, the fixture came out today. Um, it, I really hate the drip feed of the fixture, but I know why they do it. I just don't agree with it at all. Yeah, I mean, did, did anyone really watch the reveal live? Because I don't give a fuck. No. No, no I, I want the end result. Um, because... I mean, the funny thing about the draw is people always complain about it in terms of matchups and who you're playing from last year's top eight and everything. But if you've got 
uh, the worst draw on paper at the start of the year, yeah. it's only going to get better. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it can't get worse. Teams have uh, met, like last year. If you played Brisbane twice, you'd be like, "Oh, fucking sweet!" It turns out they fucking smacked it. Yeah. So that turns out to be a harder draw. But um, so if you've got the hardest draw, well, it can only get easier. Well, same thing. Like you think about last year, you go, "All right, Melbourne are on the rise. Shit, we got them twice. Fucking yeah. hell!" And then you turn out, "Yeah, you know what? That's all right. I don't mind that." Um, yeah, but at the same time, like you're still playing 22 games. Uh, 23 not, but yeah uh, 22 um, yeah there's a buy oh, um, like nobody wins the premiership because they had an easy draw like you might finish 7th instead of 8th because of an easy draw you know and big whoop when it gets down to September it doesn't matter yeah right? fair um, but uh, on that side of it I always look at okay what's Hawthorne got which games can I go to how convenient is it to me I don't worry about the commercial side of things, like how many Friday nights have we got and how many marquee games. I'm just like, which games can I get to? That's all I'm concerned about. Well, I mean, if you're based in Victoria, you go for Richmond or Collingwood, fucking all of them. Yeah, you do all right. Do all right. All right, do we want to give a bit of a highlight or a bit of a commentary on each teams, or that's how you, you want well, to do it? Well, yeah, but I think we can talk about the marquee games first because uh, a few teams didn't get any. Yeah, but, I mean, okay, we'll start there then. Gold Coast didn't get any. Fair enough. I mean, what marquee games are they going to have? Oh, I mean, you know, the, the problem is half their players have curfews of 10.30pm, so they have to get in. <laughs> I mean, their marquee players tend to be job interviews, you know. That too. Um, Frio is zero. Like, no Thursday night, no, no Friday, Friday night. night. Um, and um, we've got the derby. Yeah, I mean, they, they're always going to have their uh, two games against West Coast, but they got a fairly easy draw, though, you know, with their double-ups uh, are very generous. You know, they get Gold Coast twice. Um, a few places I've seen have ranked theirs as the easiest draw. Yeah. But I also, like, you look at it from the other angle. Um, it's not like the uh, the Derby's going to get a bigger audience if it's on at a different time. It's going to get the maximum audience, maximum TV, regardless of when it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I can understand why they're putting it in not the ultimate time slot. Yeah. And, you know, make your own marquees. Speaking of marquees... Um, and this is one of the things I like about North Melbourne. They campaign for ages. We want Good Friday. We want Good Friday. Fuck the fucking, you know, day off work. We want it. What, 20 years they asked for it? Yeah. They got it. And they've made it into a marquee. Okay, now, they're still in danger. And I like your yeah. view on this. Fucking turn up. Yep. And th- like uh, last year against Essendon, it was, uh, from memory, it was 38,000 people. Uh, a full 25,000 of them would have been Essendon. Yeah. Uh, and that's just fucking disgraceful. That's not officially. That's just looking around. Yeah, yeah. that's just me looking around. Um, which, good- which is as important. The optics are as important oh, as anything through the gate. Um, I mean, you know, money goes into the club coffers and that's all good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that will go to the charity involved, like the Royal Children's Hospital. Yeah, not all of it, though. The bus is put on the expensive seats for that day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's why I didn't go this year. But, but um, it's... Like, for a club that's... Uh, Struggling, not, yeah. not not struggling now because they're out of debt and everything, but they're still. I mean, long term survivability is always yeah. a conversation yeah. with teams like North Western Bulldogs, St Kilda. St Kilda have, I think, it was about five hundred more members, which is not a massive no, but all. their revenue is about ten million dollars a year more. Is it really? Um, and like, they do have gambling mixed in with there as well, which North don't. Irrelevant. Like, yeah, you can't you can't say, oh, well, we're not gambling. Well, mate, you still got to pay your fucking bills. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And it's not like. I think uh, this was the first year that North paid their full back of house uh, soft cap as well. Right. Okay. So, well, you're not gonna get, you're, they did pay a payout too, didn't they? Or anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, but um, so turn up, 
that's just yeah. that's the be all and end all of it. I mean, the the good thing is the optics against the bulldogs aren't going to be as bad. Yeah, because they're both blue. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do like that the bulldogs are back in it, and it should be. I'd like it to be the bulldogs every year, not because hey, I want the bulldogs to have a marquee game. I do, but I just want it to be the same team every year. I, I like- yeah, I agree. Uh, initially, when it was proposed, I thought Carlton, uh, just because of the location. Location, like, yeah. Carlton and North, both bordering the Women's and Children's, made sense to me. And you can actually walk from the Women's and Children's yeah. to, the, to the game, all that sort of shit. Make an event out of yeah, it. Yeah, they've decided not to do that, and you know, that's fine. Um, don't like my idea, don't give a fuck. Um, Bulldogs put on a really good match the first year, yeah. and the second year, too, I thought was fantastic. The crowd did not live up to what it should have been. It definitely did the first year. I, yeah. I, I don't recall well, the second I think the first year it was football fans. Yeah, it um, was forty odd. It was the first one. Yeah, and uh, Western Bulldogs were coming off their um, flag. Yeah, there you go. So it, it was a their only marquee game, really. Yeah, the Bulldogs. So I can understand a lot of Bulldog supporters going, but um, North, I think they're averaging around twenty seven thousand people to a game per year, and part of that is the uh, yeah, Tassie Tassie yeah, uh, yeah. crowds. They really get to ten thousand. Yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But there's probably about 5,000 North supporters in Tasmania. And probably three or four thousand of them go every yeah. time there's a Tassie game. If half the team, half the uh, supporters in Melbourne went every, yeah, you'd be laughing, uh, be fucking loving life. But that, that's just it. Like you'd have to say, North have had uh, four cracks at it. Yep. If the numbers aren't there, there won't be another one. Yeah. And yep. uh, look, the the club's done their job. The back of house did their job. Yep. They've campaigned twenty years. It's just now up to the supporters because they want to be members and the members they want to turn up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, we spoke about it a lot when it happened. The game against St Kilda that first half was deplorable. However, that's not a good enough excuse for the fans not to turn up. If You, you can't cry poor and then sit at home. Yeah, I mean, especially with the way North finished the second half of the season, uh, fucking brilliant. Yep. And if that's not an exciting reason to turn up, you've got some young lads who are just going to fucking turn it on. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, I'm never short of... Uh, optimism, yep. <laughs> especially around this time of year in the off-season. Um, but fuck me, just turn up. And, yeah. and look, you want to, if you're thinking, oh, geez, I'm, I'm going to be so lonely, I'll be on my own. Fuck it, I'll buy you a beer. Turn up. I mean, only one because they're fucking expensive. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And it's Good Friday. Do they sell fish burgers on Good Friday? Ah, fuck it, why not? I do make an effort to eat meat on Good Friday. 
Really? Yeah, yeah, just because, you know, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking rebel. That's why, because well, I'm edgy. Look at you. <laughs> but, and yet they still serve Mass on Good Friday, which is the body of Christ, so, you know. Oh, you could, yeah, yeah, right. Um, all right, well, what else we got uh, to talk talk about? Well, those were the uh, the guys that missed out on Marquee Games, but um, the big winners in Marquee Games was, obviously, you expect Collingwood. Collingwood, um, Essendon. Yeah. Um, Geelong have six, which is all Friday Night Games, which is pretty fucking good uh, for them. Oh, uh, yep, yep. Um, Lots of Friday night footy for, yeah. for Geelong. Richmond I'm, with six Friday night footy, so that means their season's going to fucking suck. <laughs> um, you you got to say with uh, Geelong too, I, I know they have a couple of other marquee games like uh, they are hosting Easter Monday this year. So that's another marquee game. Yeah, see, I, I don't mind that. Um, if they decide to make Easter Monday their thing, good luck to them. It's the same oh. as um, Melbourne did with Queen's Birthday, I think it is. Yep, uh, Melbourne Collingwood on Queen's Birthday. Yep. So it's Hawthorne Geelong on, on Easter Monday and they'll be doing that for oh, at least 10 years, if not yeah. longer. And I've got no problem with that at all. Like, uh, if, if teams are actually able to make it a thing, yep. fuck yeah, and the AFL recognises it, yep. um, because and, people turn up. And that's why I've got no problem with it being Collingwood Essendon at, on Anzac Day every year. And what I do like is, like, other clubs sit back and, and criticise and go, give us Anzac Day. Richmond and Melbourne went out and go, give us the night before Anzac Day. Yeah. I'd- Brilliant. And now it's there every year. Yeah, I've got... I have zero concern with teams who are willing to innovate. Yep. Because the AFL needs that, because the AFL itself, their innovations are things like AFLX. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was balls. And uh, AFLW, which is, they've gone, see, we've got a women's league. Go fuck off, dude. Uh, AFLW is a funny one for me. Um, I, I love the concept. I do. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, just girls being able to see girls play footy and everything yep. like that, fucking fantastic. You see young girls now running around with the, the girls' guernseys and that yep. on. Love it. It's it's not it's it's not at the level where it can be a standalone professional sport. No, it's not going to be. And it's it's barely at the level where it could be a, a state league kind of thing because it's yeah. a, it's a it's a carnival essentially. It's not uh, yeah, long enough for regular yeah, season. It's not a season. It is a carnival. You're right. Um, I think it does have to start that way, and yeah. I'm fine with that. Oh, and it's going to be another ten years. And look, it's not going to pay its own way um, through ticket sales or TV. But they'll argue about you know revenue goes up player numbers in the leagues for the rest of the year go up. Um, there is a negative consequence of it that I, um, I'll, let's say, a little bit anecdotally heard about. Um, numbers at netball is going down. Um, and it would be the same at other sports because, um, you know, maybe it's just because it's new, but the players are going, I'd rather play footy. Well, and also, for all the criti- criticism about the money on AFL, it's probably more than a lot of those girls are getting, even at um, top level cricket and netball. Oh, netball, netball's probably they probably earn a fair bit. I, oh, Women's basketball I, wouldn't. I don't think they earn that much. You know, they earn uh, a reasonable amount because there is international fees and that is a Olympic yeah, sport. But they're still part time. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but anyway, anyway, but the thing is, I think the the big thing the AFL is probably thinking about is, all right, when it comes to time to renegotiate the um, TV rights deal, Channel Seven have said yeah. they're going to chase the NRL. Yeah. Yep. For the next um, one in 2022. Yeah, but if you're uh, if you're looking at NRL via, and it could be just Channel Seven trying to yeah, yeah. drop the AFL price, NRL will have its its crowd, but it's not expanding. Like um, their geographic footprint is pretty stagnant. Um, they're not really gaining viewers or gaining territory. They're uh, holding their own absolutely. Uh, don't underestimate the TV viewership they get through Foxtel because they oh, no, no. dominate New South Wales and Queensland. Oh, completely. But what I'm saying is they're not they're not spreading their geographic footprint, no. and they're not really um, converting anyone. No. Which it, it's funny that 
the two things are often opposed. You can go for yeah. an NRL team and an AFL team. That's fucking fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, even though I fucking barely understand NRL. Yeah, but I still watch who's on. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, fuck yeah, I watch. Um, I'm from New South Wales, so I go for the Blues in the State of Origin. Yep. Went to the State of Origin in MCG. It was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, their halftime was much better than. Speaking of which, um, there is a big thing in the draw this year in that Brisbane have two Friday night games. Good on them. They play attractive footy. uh, And I think they have a Thursday night or two as well, um, which is against Collingwood. Um, So the reason that they... They haven't had a Friday night game for about six or seven years, I think. Fuck it, really? um, Because Brisbane Broncos play Friday nights every second week. So they don't want to go up against the NRL. And NRL has a doubleheader every Friday night. Um, so this year, like I think most people are going to pick Brisbane to finish you know, top four, at a guess, but they're on the rise. Mm. And they've gone, you know what, let's do it. Let's put them on Friday night. Let's make people make a choice. You know, We reckon that Brisbane are going to be an exciting team to watch. They're going to be winning a lot. Broncos might be bottling out a little bit. But anyway, let's make people make a choice and see if we can convert them. And that's what you're saying about NRL isn't doing that um, outside of Queensland and New South Wales, which they absolutely dominate. Um, mm. The AFL are giving Brisbane a chance. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, uh, AFL is trying to yep. uh, not necessarily convert, but get people to... Do both. I mean, right. in the Brisbane, they are yeah. trying to convert people for the Oh, night. yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. They're trying to stamp, uh, make a stamp up there. But the thing is, though, the thin end of the wedge is if you're you know, a 16-year-old girl in Brisbane and you've got a chance to watch uh, women's sport yeah. and AFLW's on the TV, yeah. you'll probably Why check not? it out. And if that's the, your introduction into football, because some of them probably never seen a match yep. end-to-end, yeah. um, maybe that's where you go, yeah, fuck, I might, uh, might follow this. Might follow this, yeah. Um, so and then of course the sponsors come so they're yeah. like well all right so we've got female centric sponsors now and the AFL will say look here's our package it includes the uh, AFLW gains which yeah. you're, you're not paying extra for directly but if you've got uh, female centric sponsors or you know more diverse sponsor funnel yeah we can take more sponsorship uh, sponsorship yeah. dollars than they can and what I like about the Brisbane the Brisbane Friday night games if it doesn't work so be it you know you but you gave it a crack. You gave it a chance to work, um, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, and the thing is, too, they can hang their hat on the fact that more people will probably turn up oh, yeah, to without the a doubt. Yeah, AFL yeah. match than the NRL match. And yeah. that's not what NRL's about, uh, which is fucking weird. Yeah. But, you know, they're, uh, they'll do that. Half the NRL games look more like the AFL Legends match. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, I like that they've, they've tried that. Um, what else have we got there that's worth talking about? North Melbourne ripped off again with only one Friday night game. Actually, the Thursday night games. How do you feel about them increasing them? Because well, on one hand, I'm like, I kind of like that it's only a couple of days until a match. But on the other hand, I'm like, but I don't know if I'll go to them as much. Well, I'm the same. Um, I didn't like them initially when they came in. Uh, last year, we had more Thursday night matches than we've ever had before. And I did find myself, oh, there's footy on tonight. Yes. Yeah. But I don't like attending Thursday or Friday night footy. Like, and I, my best... Um, way to watch footy is to go to the game. I don't like going to Thursday or Friday. It's just too difficult with, like, I'm at work and then I've got to, you know, take my work gear with me to the game. I haven't yeah. got enough time to get home and back out. And then if the kids are doing something, I've got to go look after the kids. It's just, all right, I'm going to watch it on TV and I'll, and I'll like it. But well, I, think I want to get to as many games as possible. Yeah. No, I, I do like going to Friday night games because, you know, you do have to take your work kit 
yeah. and whatnot. Um, generally, I just go to work in jeans and t-shirts, so it doesn't really bug me. Me too. Um, but oftentimes, it's at the laptop home, yeah, so yeah. I have to carry that shit, and then, you know, whatever. Uh, strangely enough, the the um, wand, the metal detecting wand never detects the laptop. <laughs> I don't think they're turned on. I'm pretty sure they're not. They never detect the old man's fucking titanium knee either. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but I definitely understand the attraction of like, all right, fucking Friday's come, knock off, get home. And just as you get home, like you sit down in the chair and the game's about to stay. Like, all right, my, my time is fucking good. I mean, grab yeah. a cold drink, um, you know, maybe order takeout, yep. get Uber Eats to sort your shit out so it arrives at uh, quarter time, whatever. Fucking love and life. Yeah. That, that's modern day middle class um, luxury. And it's one less game that overlaps with another game. Um, because yeah, you know, yeah. as I think anybody that's listened to the podcast for the last four years, I watch a lot of footy. Like, <laughs> you know, it, without, I th- yeah, unless something uh, specific is going on, I will watch at least four games a weekend from start to finish. Um, yeah. That's not including the ones I attend um, and Hawthorne replays I watch if we win. Um, so the less games overlap, the happier I am. So I'm, yeah. I'm on board with it. You know, if there were a little more, I don't want a Thursday every week, but I appreciate it when it's there. Yeah. The weird one for me though, is Melbourne getting three Friday night games. Their last season sucked. Yeah, it did. Um, I guess it's a little bit, they couldn't be that bad again, could they? Well, I guess not. Um, and so, one of them is the, the night before Anzac Day as well. Yeah, well, there is that. Uh, West Coast only have five. Uh, four Friday night games, sorry, and one Thursday night. That's a lot though. Um, five, Marky, five, um, well, prime time slots. Yeah. Isn't that much? Now, I am not the expert on this either, but I do believe that there is some issues uh, with the start times uh, over at West Coast and public transport or some shit. Now, actually, yeah, that's right. It is difficult to know because obviously it's the other side of the country. And I see people commenting online saying, no, the bridge is being fixed. It's all fine now. And the next person say, actually, it's shit house trying to get out of the city at six o'clock, whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, the thing is, every single game they've got is sold out regardless. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter when they play, it's a sellout. See, I don't give a fuck if it goes late. Like, uh, yeah. I, I watch Formula One as well. Um, we just had the Mexican Grand Prix, which starts at 6 a.m. You're going to say, in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what happens when you're a global sport. Yep. Uh, you've got different time zones. The world's fucking round. Yep. Um, point at you, counts. It's fucking <laughs> round, all right? Um, so if, if it means that the game doesn't start until, you know, 9 p.m. because they want to have it in prime time at West Coast, yep. I'm okay with that. Yeah, fair uh, enough. I, I can live with it. Um, but yeah, not that many... Well, Frio have zero Friday night games, and uh, West Coast have four. So Frio getting ripped off again, I guess. They'd probably be upset about that, I imagine. Oh, good. You get some people to the games, and maybe they'll well, get yeah. a bit of spots. GWS only with two Friday night games, which is, to be honest, about what you expect, considering no one fucking turns up for their matches. Yeah, Um You'd hope that they'd be a little bit bigger this year, even though they didn't win the flag. At least they were there. Yeah. And people have heard of them um, locally. So you hope for an improvement on the uh, spectator side of things for them this year. Well, yeah. I mean, or next season, I should say. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is you did get people coming out of the woodwork yeah. going for yeah. GWS, and some of them will be bandwagoners, and but that's look, fine. Their meme game leading up to the grand final was brilliant. <laughs> you know, it was. One of the best grand final meme weeks I've ever seen from any club. Yeah, no, they were pretty fucking good. But. Um, you know, don't need to talk about the grand final match. Yep. They did what they did. But I hope they can do quite well next year because um, I think their list is fucking spectacular and they should yep. have done a lot better than they have. Um, and I think they'll be better for the experience. But anyway, yep. um, 
It was Port have only got two Friday night games, but importantly though, uh, Port Adelaide do play one of their showdowns, and I think it's the Adelaide one that is in prime time on a Saturday night. Now, yep. typically they've stuck the showdowns wherever they could fit them, twilight games or even on Sundays, because the uh, opinion was no matter where we put it, it'll um, it'll, it'll everyone's just going to watch it. Is going to watch it. Um, this I did read some uh, commentators saying it could be a little bit of a trial to see if can they carry a, a, a primetime slot on their own. Um, I'm all for it because they're usually cracking games. Yeah, usually. I don't give a shit who the teams are. If it's cracking footy, put it on. Well, they've probably been a bit up and down. Not for showdowns, though. Showdowns doesn't no, no, matter. that's true. That's true. It does not um, matter. Mind you, Adelaide have been very up and down too, so yeah. see what happens. Uh, um, big season for Adelaide. You know, obviously new coach and uh, lots of changes in their off-season, so very interesting. I have no handle on them at all. Um, yep. They could literally be top four or be... Spooners. Yep. Um, who yeah. fucking knows? Um, but Carlton, we, Carlton fans will be fucking happy. Um, they've got... You had to fuck up in silence? Well, they've got two Thursday night games and no Friday nights. Yeah, Thursday night uh, round one as well. Yep. Uh, they get to kick it off again. It could be competitive. Do you reckon they'd want to hand that one back, considering that'll be on Richmond, uh, unveil the flag? No, I think it's a great idea. Uh, for one, the flag unveiling happens about an hour and a half before kickoff anyway, so... Um, hardly anybody gets to see it. Uh, I know in um, t- after the 2017 flag, we were there for it, um, and you go, oh yeah, there it is. That's the end of that. Um, and now let's wait an hour until the kickoff. Um, the other reason is uh, Carlton got to get their marquee games in earlier on in the season before they, everyone finds out their shit. It's the only <laughs> way they can get 70,000. I really want to be optimistic about them, but not too optimistic. Oh yeah, I, I want them to be have hope yeah. so that we can dash it. But uh, no, I, I do reckon they're going well, to be a good side this year. You know, the GWS uh, have managed to win by sending all their players elsewhere, so <laughs> maybe Carlton just need to stop uh, accepting everything. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Do you reckon um, they got Eddie Betts just so they could sell the pockets? <laughs> yep, yeah, it does well. Uh, you, you sell out those seats without a doubt. Um, and I think we spoke about it during our Trade Week podcast. A great move. There's no downside to it whatsoever. Yeah, fuck it. Um, why, why wouldn't you? Um, the only thing they uh, they must do is make sure that if he retires this year or next, you still employ him. Like, he has a job. <laughs> like, doesn't matter yeah. what it is, he has a job. Well, he can't get a fucking job on Mungrel anymore. <laughs> no, that's a very surprising um, development. Um, well, considering the, the argument was that their ratings had declined a bit, which... You know, probably true. I, I didn't realise that um, NITV or SBS actually subscribed Gave to Gave a shit about ratings. ratings. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because it makes no commercial difference to them. But uh, even though the ratings had declined, it would still be the single most accessible show to the broadest amount of people that SBS have. Um, it also, I think that... Except run, for South Park. It runs on the uh, sniffer and all the rag too, because I think everything's oh, yeah, run out of Deakin Uni, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was Monash. It could be. Um, now, it's a uni. And yeah, it's and I'm pretty sure... basically run by volunteers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, students running the show. Yeah. Uh, but mind you, um, it doesn't mean it's the end of it. It means it's yeah. not on SBS. Yep. Could get picked up by Fox Footy. You never fucking know. You know what would be the best for it is to get picked up by afl.com.au. I'd fucking love it. Um, that's how Front Bar started. Put it on... Um, it's got to go on the internet. That's the way to do it. But yeah. what's their biggest problem? Let's see if you, you know their what biggest I problem? think it is. Yeah. What, that everyone says they watch it and doesn't? That's it. <laughs> the number of people that say they watch it and say it is the best footy show does not correlate with the ratings it gets. Um, so, uh, to me, that means they have a problem with reach. Going on the internet makes it so much easier to reach people. Yeah. Uh, 
off the top of your head, what channel is NITV on your... 32. Oh, really? You reckon it is? Yeah, because Channel 31 is the free broadcast, yeah. and Channel 32, I'm pretty sure, See, is NITV. I would never have a clue. That's a problem. I mean, I, I don't know what most of the channels are. I just yeah, flip through. Yeah, exactly. These um, days. Or I just turn it on and go to Netflix. It's different than when we were growing up. Is it Channel 7 or Channel 2? Because they're the only ones. <laughs> and chunk, 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 chunk. Yeah. Get <laughs> There's hang a big on, gap. Hang on, it's fuzzy. Tune it. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, move the rabbit ears. Um, what about... The, let's go specifics on North End. What do, you, what do you like about your draw and what don't you like? Uh, to be honest, I haven't really gotten deep down in it. I'd like... To be honest, I like that North is considered the harder draw. Um, yep. Because there was an AFL article they rated all the draws and everything. And uh, North was... a Maybe sixth or seventh hardest. I don't yep. know. I like that because the start of the season, what you expect teams to do yeah, is very rarely how they end up. Yeah. So if your draw is considered hard, it's very likely to end up being easy. Yeah. Um, it is funny. Like We spoke about that off the top, but um, I read uh, Hawthorne's was uh, ninth hardest on AFL and uh, Champion Data said it's the second hardest. And I thought, we're all pulling numbers out of the hat. And what does it matter? Because there's not like anyone goes, oh, shit, you're right. That is third hardest. We better bump that down a bit. Yeah, it's not handicapped. No, nothing's going to change. Um, so. the, only, the only people that take notice are people that work for betting agencies. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, and even they get it wrong sometimes when they uh, lose a court case about 40-plus <laughs> possessions. <laughs> Did read that. That was lovely. Um, it reminded me of the um, the time back in the day at the St. Pat's races. <laughs> yeah, back, the, the Broken back, Hill races. Yeah, back before they had digital scoreboards and everything, yeah. what they do at the finishing post would be put numbers up. Like, like, like a, the old scoreboards at the yeah, footy. They yeah. just have, you know, number two, finish first, number yep. four, finish, and whatever. And for whatever reason, the, uh, is it a steward, a judge? Let's call it a steward. Chief. Steward, um, go with it. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, put the wrong number up. Yep. Uh, old mate finished fourth and they had him as second or whatever. Yep. Uh, and the the bookies just paid it out because... That, it's up on the board. look it up on the that, board. That's, that's official. official. People, and as soon as you get a win, you go to the bookie and collect your money. Um, Especially when you know you haven't got a win. <laughs> if you're not quite sure. And the bookies couldn't see the race from where they are. They're in a different No, area. they don't watch the race. Yeah. But uh, about five minutes later, maybe, the announcement comes over. Uh, there's been a mistake. Uh, if everyone could return their money, that'd be uh, fantastic. Literally zero. Everyone laughed. You hear people yeah. just cra- like guffawing. But even the bloke on the microphone who said it, he knew. Oh, yeah. But he's got to he's got to do it. You just know someone. One of the bookies has come in. Oh, this is fucking disgraceful. You got to ask him. He's like, mate, they're not going to come back. Just ask him. Someone yeah. will. Mate, I'm telling you, not, just do it. All right. Any of you guys want to give your money back? <laughs> Already gone. Fucking no. Already spent on beer and prawns. I mean, to be fair, they probably just tried to double up on something. I'm going to say they would have given it back on the next race, regardless. Yeah, you right. don't hear of many bookies losing money, especially yeah. in the boat races they have out in country. <laughs> exactly, where the results are known the night before. Well, yeah, I remember hearing one of them where it's like, oh, you'd probably want to bet on um, this jockey winning. Why is that? Oh, she's going through a rough divorce and the other lads want to look after her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That was a a trot story, but uh, everyone's got one of those. Yeah. Um, uh, On the Hawthorne side of things then, um, we play another home game at uh, Marvel Stadium, which pisses me off. However, I know that we do play away games in the MCG, so I I can kind of see it. Um, But uh, we... uh, don't well, I think we only have two Friday night games, and I we have a lot more Saturday games this year, which is better for me. I like Saturday games. Yeah, in the same way, I, I do like when they're sequenced as well. Yeah. Um. Even if there is a few minutes of overlap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, on the uh, Anzac Day, you're talking about specifically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do like back to back to back. I think wasn't it a couple of years ago we had four or five in a row, and uh, they're saying, "Oh, it's too much footy." And I'm like, "Mate, calm the farm. That's just <laughs> enough. It's beautiful." 
Yeah, I think uh, there's four in a row on Anzac Day. Beautiful. Um, I'm okay with that. Excellent. Um, you got to, you know, put a line through most of the day. Um, yeah, exactly. I've got no problem with that at all. I, I might duck out for one of those games, but yeah. you know, just to make sure everyone else is still alive. But, Maybe uh, getting a fight with the missus earlier on, so she gives you a silent treatment. Oh, uh, she, she knows her place when the footy's on. <laughs> Uh, and I know I'm going to pay for it, but that's that's the price I'm willing to pay. Well, I mean, you know, much fucking choice. You got the bill. Exactly right. Um, all right. Oh, and AFLW AFL double header. Double headers, brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, I'm always a big fan of double headers. They did improve last year because the, they used to remember um, they advertised. We got curtain raises, and they're an hour, they end an hour and a half before the other game. We go, well, it's not a fucking curtain raiser. Then that's two separate games. Yeah. Um, I wonder what. Fifteen minutes is fine. Yep, I think, and there is criticism that say, oh, you know, they they cut up the field or whatever. No, they don't, guys. Uh, by the fourth quarter, it's as fucked as it's going to get yeah. anyway. Or they, or the only thing is, the players don't get as long to warm up out in the ground. I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. There, there's there's another oval next door. You know, go there. Yeah, and look, they've they've had more. Every AFL player has had more years of doing it that way. Yeah, than not. Because you know, how often do you are you kicking on bitumen yeah. while waiting for the under twelves to finish exactly. before yeah. the under fourteens get on? All right, I think that'll do us for our uh, fixture wrap up. Um, looking forward to we've got some more stuff to come up with next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. We well, don't, we're, we're going to revisit, uh, revisit the two thousand nine draft because yeah. we've got some next week. We're going to do it this week, but then we thought the fixtures come the out. Fixtures are more important. Have a bit of a chat about yeah. it. All right, that'll do us. Yeah, good luck.